This time on TNT. Buds, Against All Odds was a movie and a song. What kind of truck should I buy, Buds? And an update on the real life Bonnie. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. Got a new Yeti Nano, bud. Ooh, fancy new mic. Got a new Yeti Nano, bud. We've we've done we've done this before. And then all of a sudden the pod comes out and you're all like in a box and you're like, got a new Nano. And it sounds terrible. (laughs) It might still sound terrible, but (laughs) we'll see. I did a few little tests because this is this is the thing that has been happening (laughs) when I do like an interview with somebody and they're like, do you have an external mic? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. And I plug it in. It won't work because I have a Yeti. It's not working. So. I asked if I could buy a new cord for the Yeti, and they said, no, you can't. And then I saw the little Yeti Nano. So I was like, mm-hmm. why don't I buy the Yeti Nano, plug it in. If it's working, then I know the problem was my old Yeti. It's yeah. working great. Have you been using it for work, too? Well, I just got it yesterday. So this oh, is my right. this yeah. is my first test drive, aside from the nice. little um, mic checks I've done. Well, I got to say the... Uh the phone I, I got the new iPhone a little while ago, and that, that's what I use, and it's crystal clear. What do you mean? What What's the new phone? Well, when I got the 11 Pro or whatever the hell it is. Whoa, 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 whoa! Settle the, down, Jack. No, I got it. It was like months, couple months ago. The 11 not the brand Pro, brand new, tw- not the 12. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second! I got the five. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what is the 11 Pro? It's it's the one with the three cameras on it, but the audio is really good on it. What the so clam? Yeah, the, uh, the audio's tight. Oh, it has the three cameras on it. Well, I feel yeah. like that's what I have. How yeah. do I find out well, what the, I have? You look up uh, on your settings. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the about there, and it should tell you everything about your phone. Okay, stand by. Um, that might be what I have. Um, I don't see in a boat. <laughs> like a settings. In a boat. I don't see in a boat. If you click, isn't it? If you click on your name and the oh, settings. Oh, okay, there it, it is. Sure. <laughs> what is it, what does it say? So it says my name, and it <laughs> says, "Oh, oh, this phone is an 11. There you go. So we, I have I the same the, one. Yeah, I don't know if, what the pro means. Oh, but the pro, that's like... Um, I don't know what the pro means, but it if comes it, it's with probably its the grip. same mic. Probably the same mic. Right. It comes with its own grip and crew. Your 11 Pro. And crew, yeah. It comes with two sandbags. Two sandbags and a couple phone numbers if you need anything. Hey, so I wanted to start by um, telling the story of Bonnie. And it's something that I haven't talked about because I'm a private person and it's not my business or news to share, but I feel like this year people need good stories and they yeah. need inspiration. Mm-hmm. So a couple of months ago, uh, Bonnie, the inspiration for Bonnie, my wife's great aunt, who's 93, she lives alone. And if you're listening for the first time, haven't heard um, us do the character of Bonnie, um, this woman is phenomenal. As I mentioned, she's 93. And 
In the 50s, she moved from Truro to Los Angeles. And she lived with her brother who had a pet monkey. And (laughs) she um, captured hearts everywhere she went. And she, as a single woman, um, lived in big urban American centers and worked in lawyers' offices and kicked butt everywhere she went and collected art and collected pets and was always the champion of the underdog. She would always find the people that needed money or time or attention. Um, One of the stories that she likes to tell is when she lived in California, there was uh, her neighbors. um, I think I think it was their grandson who would come to visit. And when he was like 13 or 14, he'd come over and hang out with her and they'd sneak darts together. (laughs) No like, way. Yeah, like back in the 60s Classic. or something. That's like, great. And he still calls her every Sunday. Like, she's the kind of person that wow. when people cross her path, she is loyal and stays their friend for life. And, you know, the the brief or limited exposure uh, I, I have had to her finances or limited awareness I have, she gives it all away. Um, she sits and writes checks for charity after charity after charity. Um, folks that live on the street, like, she just helps yeah so that's amazing still lives alone as i mentioned has this little dog paco and they keep each other company and a couple and of jose, months ago jose huh? the blue jay jose yeah and jose the, the blue, blue jay. jay she feeds the blue jays uh nuts in her alcove so she has a daily routine and she's quite a special person like on the surface a little uh kind of gruff as someone who grew up working in a man's world probably would like kind of a well-developed no-nonsense muscle but just yeah. a real softy so a couple of months ago uh she had a fall in her home which is not uncommon for people of her age um happened in the night and she was uh alone for a couple of hours until her friend came to uh take paco for a walk so she like steeled herself and kept it together till he got there and called an ambulance um and she was taken to the hospital obviously like first of all the strength that would take yeah she gets to the hospital turns out her hip is fractured um she's gonna need surgery while she's in hospital as often happens she gets pneumonia beats that when they're doing the surgery they discover a tumor uh they make another uh, appointment to have um, the tumor removed. All the while, as the days become weeks and the weeks become months, her eyesight is not great and her hearing's not great. So it's not fun or easy for her to read. Um, She doesn't, she's not able to kind of just sit and watch TV. Really what she can do is lie there. And... Uh, typically, if they operated on your hip, what they would do is get you up walking, putting weight on it, whatever. For whatever reason, um, the surgeon who did her operation felt that was not the best move for her. So she wasn't even able to get up for weeks. And this is someone who, as I said, lives alone, has a car, uh, goes to get groceries, has people in Mm -hmm. to visit, like very social animal. Yeah. So she's lying there and, um... Uh, my mother-in-law, who is saint and a wonderful person, is in to see her a lot. And uh, Carol and her sisters were in to see her a lot. And every day she's like, 
yeah, I think I'm going home. I think I'm getting ready to go home. I think it looks like next week I'll go home. Can you ask them when I can go home? Um, talking about how her little dog needs her or uh, she just wants to go home and, and write some checks, pay some bills because she's still very independent and self-sufficient. And much of that time, it was like people didn't feel sorry for her. Certainly not uh, the people in our family who know what she's capable of. But you you kind of couldn't help but think in the back of your head like, I don't know, man. There's not much to be optimistic about, especially the more it gets like, oh, now there's a tumor to go with the pneumonia, to go with the hip fracture. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Every single day. The, the strength, right? That that's yes. what really comes out. And every single day she's like, when am I going home? Can you ask when I'm going home? I'm waiting for the doctor to get here because I need to ask them about when I can go home. Um, if you can't see where the story's going already, she's going home this week. Yeah. And she said to Carol at one point, nine out of ten people think I'll never get out of here, but I don't care because I know I'm going home. Mm -hmm. And it is the craziest thing to witness someone's will. And and you you don't want to diminish, like, don't get me wrong. I don't mean to sound so wide-eyed. I know lots of people never get out of the hospital. I know it's circumstances beyond their control. But I guess in this particular case, when Joyce didn't have much going for her except belief in herself, and even when the doctors and people around her were like, I don't, I don't know, that's the odds are really against her. Yeah. It, it was just a beautiful thing to witness and, and a nice win in a year that, that feels like there have been a lot of losses and especially she's in the frail category of people you hear so much about and again i know that's not everyone's experience i know people are hurting and have lost loved ones and um it's you can't will yourself out of every medical situation but it it was really inspiring to witness her unfailing determination and for for those of us in better health than that or younger than that i mean this is a year that has carried with it a lot of blows and uncertainty and pressure and anxiety um it was just a good reminder that if she can lie in there wide awake with nothing to do but think and still find a way to be upbeat and goal-oriented and keep her eye on the prize it was just a good reminder that um, that's what we all need to do as best we can, too. Well, I think the takeaway from it, I mean, you see it in success with people, um, people that achieve great feats in either sport or longevity or things that the people try to do for a long period of time, records that are broken. Um, they always have to kind of deny reality. Yeah to get to that point. At some point you have to deny what's it, the, the facts that people tell you or that they say, or the even statistics. Yeah. You have to look completely away from that and you still have to determine your own fate in a way. And I think uh, that just shows you no matter what to take away from, it's just sometimes 
people just be- believe and 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 uh, listen to everything that they hear or read or some things and they just hear things over and over so they th- they think that that's that's the way it is and that's completely not true uh, it's it's so much about finding what you are and who you are and uh, perseverance is really everything well and you know? her goals are so reasonable she just wants to go yeah. home and sit at the kitchen table and have a cup of coffee and write a couple of checks like she doesn't want to go to Fiji. She just wants things to be normal for even a second. And it's it's not lost on me that what is driving her is the very thing that sometimes feels a little mundane or a little yeah. annoying or um, something you kind of have to do, not something you get to do. Yeah. So well, it's just me of Lisa, Lisa's. Um... Mom Shirley, her boyfriend Bell, who's I believe ninety three, and he's been through everything in the last five years as well. A couple heart attacks, cancer, different types of cancers, and uh, he was always that kind of guy that got up and had a routine. Uh, a lot of stuff, like the you know every single thing was very similar, but it was done like a checklist, right? And uh, that that kind of you know, I'm sure a lot of the times he doesn't want to do a lot of the things that he does, but yeah. uh, the wi- the will to see him uh, not only get all that stuff done and be like no 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 uh, different than than uh, how Joyce right is that yeah her, name? Her, her life very able body did everything by himself I mean Shirley lives downstairs and he live takes care of the upstairs and. I mean, he's very uh, out and about and takes care of his truck. And yeah, it's got every single thing. And I'm sure he's faced doctors that said, you have a couple months. And he's been, that was years ago, you know? So, yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, people tell you. some things have come up, um, as you might expect. Like, she hasn't been to a doctor before this in, I think it's 50 years. Like, maybe doesn't want to know, maybe doesn't believe in them, uh, maybe had a bad experience. Like, who who knows why? But the hospital's not for her. She's not um, uh, one who's apt to run to a clinic every time she has a runny nose. Like, she just yeah. finds a way and figures out a way to get it done. Um, but it's been really interesting like in the last few years obviously her eyesight's diminishing a little bit so there's a question of should her license be renewed she has always had a healthy dose of skepticism and belligerence and um uh, not not super paranoia but if her eye test comes back uh bad she'll think that it's probably the optometrist who they put those drops in her eyes and she could see fine before that. But then after that, it was like, well, I can't, you guys put those drops in my eyes so I can't see as well. The, you know, the the drops that they put in to make you uh, like for the test, it's part of the test. Yeah. Yeah. And And I know people like that in my, in in my family too, that like hack darts and still think darts are fine for you. Yeah. (laughs) But I think in her, in her case, some of that PNV, is what has enabled her to last this long and be so self-sufficient. Yeah. Right? She she has fight left and and well, you hear about that. 
Yeah, I don't think you see any 103-year-old people that are like, yeah, they were just kind of shy and meek and never really uh, accomplished much. No, they're giving her. <laughs> they're giving her. Um, so not that shyness is not that shyness is gonna you know have you a bad thing, but just the idea of like generally when you uh, you meet somebody who's got so much energy, it's so evident, right? Yes. So they got permission from the hospital to sneak her little dog in for a visit because um, nice. you know she's been worried about the little man last couple yeah. of months, and um, so they they had a good visit. And uh, uh, Carol and the girls and, and her mom are going to go put up her Christmas tree so that the house is all nice and festive for her when she gets home. Like, it's just it it's just a story that makes you feel good in a year that makes uh, a lot of people feel bad for so many valid reasons. Yeah. No, She's awesome. a marathon, not a sprint, bud. That's it. That's it, man. And we're having another... Uh, kind of flare up here as of yesterday, dealing with the community COVID. spread for the first time. Yeah, see, before, yeah, now uh, the second wave is same thing happened, and we saw it earlier in Toronto. Obviously, things are much worse here, but uh, you saw that the, the the second wave was all in the, the younger demographics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a drag because, uh, you know, young people are supposed to be social. That's what they do. They're supposed to go out and hang out with friends. And um, it's hard when everyone is kind of trying the best they can. And yet it feels like finger wagging on top of disappointment, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, here it's like, I think we're f around 14, 1500 a day. And so there's my in high, in this, my son's high school. There's been a couple cases, but they've been uh, contained. And same with uh, the the Annalise and Jack school right around the corner, the public school here. There's been a, a, a case. There's been pretty much cases in every school. It's whether they've there's been no real outbreaks, even though. My son's high school, they had to con confirm it as an outbreak because it was two people, but apparently those people were together. So, like, maybe a family. So, Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, so um, it's just, you know, you have to kind of really keep an eye on things. Like, as soon as the person that had it and it was adjacent to my son's class, but they went to recess together. So everybody, I guess the teachers or any teacher that was going and coming and going from that classroom had to get tested. Of and course. Just kind of keep an eye on the results from that. But uh, the only concern is like, because at this point here in, in Ontario in Southern Ontario, it, it's we're kind of keeping the lockdown that's in place is because of debate we're doing everything we can to keep the kids in school because that's kind of the the last piece of the puzzle in terms of you know making things work and trying to get the best out of our time and uh so that's that's the thing if this fails and we're back to 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 come full lockdown the kids are back to online learning at least they got in some form of it i guess you know yeah but at this point, it, it might be any minute, but, but uh, you're just, 
this this lock lockdown that just started here last Monday has really kind of got everybody up in arms for all kinds of reasons. And I think the most important reason is <clears throat> everyone has to realize, obviously, it's, we talked about this last week, was the big box stores kind of get a pass on everything, you know? And, and a lot of the small businesses get screwed. But, you know, instead of just allowing everybody to be open, we have to realize first and foremost that it's about not spreading this thing around. And uh, I think they, they, they should be, there should be maybe a little more scrutiny on uh, testing and, and how the big, big box places are doing it because I'd hate to think that uh, they're not uh, closing a place down if somebody gets something. You know? Well, this is the thing. I, I feel strongly that you can't make a decision that benefits both the economy and mitigates the spread of this thing. No, so that's, that's the thing. You have to decide, is getting rid of COVID as quickly as possible the most important thing at this moment? Because if it is, then you can't factor the economy into that discussion. And well, I, lives, I know, right? Yeah. I, I know how frustrating that is for small business owners at the most busy and profitable time of year in a year that's already been terrible. But there's no decision that's like, you know what? That's actually great for the economy and we'll get rid of COVID. Yeah. It, it's either you agree that that's the priority and do what you have to to get rid of it. Or you don't think it's a priority and you just want to kind of coast till there's a vaccine. And then in which case... Um, then don't worry about closing anything. To me personally, that feels a little reckless, but I, I totally understand, as someone pointed out, why is the corner flower shop closed, but someone can go to Costco to get a bouquet of flowers? They're right. That doesn't seem fair. Is it because yeah. a big company like Costco either says, well, look, we pay 200000 bucks a year in... Uh, property tax and we'll close our store here like do are these conversations yeah. happening on the side but to the, the city pro the pro why the do they get is, to stay open the problem is the person going to one place to get flowers outside of online you know which is the whole point of everything right like a flower store should be able to do delivery but it's about having people kind of in one place and uh if a, a big box place is claiming that, that's yeah, it's people oh, okay. just coming in and buying a couple things. It doesn't. It's wrong. Period. Okay, they, I hadn't considered that. So, so um, uh, Costco's point is: well, people can come here and they can get flowers, they can get groceries, they can get tires, they can get everything. It's one stop instead of one person yeah. going to eight different places. I see. But yeah, but, and that's the point: is they can keep six feet apart, apparently. But that's the other thing: is oh, okay. is. Uh, this aerosol, the fact that COVID just kind of lingers in the air, but but uh, that's why masks are good. I mean, there's been cases of people that, that uh, have had COVID and not spread it because of wearing a mask. So in places of business. So um, obviously masks are should and are mandatory, but that's everything because like, because if, if uh, people are wearing masks and washing their hands a lot as opposed to not wanting to wear a mask and all that bullshit like that to me is where it goes over the line. It just starts to become ridiculous and those people should start to be fined 
And if you, you know, the economy needs money, so find it that way. Find idiots that are gathering in the streets without masks and saying that it's uh, free uh, against their freedoms, which is completely disgusting to think about people that actually died for this country for true freedom and equating that with a mask is beyond me. I know. You know? I know. I keep thinking, and this is this is probably very pie in the sky, and the economics of it don't work. But I know governments have been toying with bailouts for the tourism industry or something, and trying to find a way to help small businesses. If there was some way to say, we're going to give you five hundred local bucks, like stay home, we'll give you five hundred local bucks to spend on local businesses or something. Yeah, like yeah, that would be wicked. Well, um, I think. I mean, m- m- most, and th- that's the thing, like it, when, when Amazon became Amazon, the idea of being online as a, in a small business kind of it changed things. So it's got more to do with the wherewithal of people in their own communities to, to look into it, because there are a lot of small businesses that are just as modern as, as you could need to be for online shopping. So it's just about, and there's there's places now where communities are banding together and posting and helping each other out to find those things. So uh, it's also, if you can stay open and, uh, you know, have a business, then there, at least there's an option for people that are looking to kind of help their own community as opposed to just bowing down to the biggies. Tell the people about Bahamas. <laughs> Oh, Afy Bahamas, yeah, man. <laughs> well, he he's from originally from Barrie, and he's a great, probably one of uh, Canada's greatest musicians, songwriters. I think it's great music, great albums, great singing, great guitar player. But he moved out to Halifax, and uh, he's been like, he's been just kind of, you know, because he can't tour, he's just kind of doing everything else. Uh, that he can, including like he has a, a stop shop or a drop a, a thrift shop thing where he's selling stuff. He sold some some winter tires to his this guy named Pat, who like he offered to play him a song, and Pat was like having none of it as he was putting his <laughs> tires away. Like I don't care. He's like, no man, and I'm he's... good. I'll take the Bridgestone Blizzax. And then he's selling like vodka sodas on his Instagram, and literally like I'll deliver them to you in the uh, where is he Barry's Lake or Bears that area that he lives. Oh, is he? He's in Bears Lake. <laughs> yeah, Barry's Lake or what is it? Bears Lake. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's uh, he's willing to deliver it out there. He said so. Curious good, good for him, man. He's he's a uh, he's a creative dude. It's fun to watch him kind of uh, do stuff. Why? Or... I wonder what brought him out here. Do you think he met that special someone from here? I don't know. May, I think it was maybe had to do with the benefits financially. You know, the, you can get more space. You can, yeah. You know how it is, right? So, um, hell, I know if I moved out there, I could be just like kicking up my feet and hanging out. Yeah. Because of the the. the Differences in prices for houses. I'm looking around here. It's just unbelievable, man. I know there's so... so, By comparison, it's crazy. Like, it is... It is. It is. It's literally... For for out here, prices are going up exponentially, but comparatively, it's still very affordable. I know, but it's like 
for for me, it would be a million dollars difference in price. Yeah. You know, for the ha- the type of house that you can get here as opposed to in your area. It's yeah. unbelievable. And I, I don't know what the hell happened. It happened within the last five to ten years here. I remember it was going on in Vancouver, but now it's like that here in Toronto. So I'm... Uh, I'm looking, bud. They're out there. It, there there's got to be a gem out there. I'll find it this winter. I know. Looking, you know what I've heard <clears throat> happening um, lots in the last couple of weeks is people from Ontario are buying houses out here sight unseen um, over yeah. like a FaceTime. Like they'll just get the realtor to kind of show them in FaceTime what it looks like. And then, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Because people just want a piece sure. out. And I know on Prince Edward Island, for example, you can't come in unless you have an address there. So people are like, all right, well, I'll just have an address there then. So people are buying stuff just yeah, to like, well, just so they can go there. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's not a bad move, you know. Not a bad move at all. I, I'm uh like you're smart to get the cottage in PEI. Like that's a that's a smart move if you have a a, a little bit of money that you can maybe uh, try and find a, a line of of getting income. Like that's a great idea of like buying something somewhere that you know you can never find an Airbnb at. Yeah. Or any kind of house rental to 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 to, to spend time in and. Uh, it's a you know if you're looking at it as a cottage, which people do, they don't spend all the time there. Why not? Uh, if well, you're looking for another form of income, try that. You know? To bright side for a sec, I have to assume that all these people who aren't going downtown to work and are staying home means maybe some people that live downtown are going to sell their condos and move out to the burbs so they can have more space. Maybe the price of condos downtown will go down so that people oh, that who need ha- to be yeah. there can af- actually afford to buy a place there. Like well, maybe can, it is the great equalizer the, in a way. For the first time in, in forever, condos in Toronto have kind of uh, gone from like burning hot to not as hot. Yeah. And it's got everything to do with what you said. People want space. They want a yard. That, and when they're spending... Uh, 700 to 1.5 million dollars on a condo they should be thinking that a house is possible <laughs> well yeah you know? especially if you don't <laughs> have to go to york and bay every day do yeah, they intersect for sure yeah wellington and thing yeah, um thing in wellington is always jam jam yeah why would you uh <laughs> live in a tiny condo if you didn't have to i guess and then well, that especially scary if, sound as someone condos the big as, yeah. As a buddy of mine, Zach, who's uh, from here and was living in, in Toronto and moved back here, said he was paying Toronto prices, but you you couldn't take advantage of any of the good things about living in a big city. Like he was there during lockdown and restaurants are closed. You can't go see a play. You can't see live music. Like those are those are the reasons why people gather in big centers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Um, let's take a and break, got- but I have to bring Joy inside. And then I want to talk about Rudy oh. Giuliani's face leaking. <laughs> the oil leaking oil. Yeah. Check his oil. Do you think Andre the Giant was going to check his oh oil? Oh, my gosh. Be right back, bots. Greasy. Let me ask you this right quick. You know what I mean? Yeti Nano. The Yeti Nano. 
<laughs> if if lo- this sounds I'd great, yet- <laughs> I'd love a Yeti Nano. It was a buck thirty nine at Staples. <laughs> if this sounds great, I will find it hard to not be retroactively disappointed that I didn't just bite the bullet and get a Yeti Nano. No, if, you know ago. what? If it's if if it sounds baller, I'll buy one and really? match you, and then we'll do full on QuickTime TNTs. And then soon people won't be able to tell the difference between us, <laughs> like they both have Yeti Nanos. Um, yeah. What is QuickTime going to throw Tim for a loop? Well, I thought you've done it before, haven't you? I th- haven't you done I that a lot, so. QuickTime? I don't know if I've done QuickTime. I've done um, this other like iRecorder oh, or something. Oh, it might. It, it might. It might. I hope it doesn't like have a different rate where it's like slows down. Oh on us, and then all no! Of a sudden we're talking over each other. Tim, that would be that would be the Timbo. Worst. Hopefully not. Let's assume it's fine. <laughs> um. So you're in the market well, for a new whip. I'm looking for a new truck. Well, not a new truck, like a slight. I, I, I don't know if I told you, but I I used to buy new cars, and I stopped because I I just felt like it was a waste of money. Yes. And because uh, I yeah, I just felt like after five years, I'm like really. So I, I kind of got, and my buddy Lardo is kind of, he's like the ultimate used car guy. Is he? He know he just knows everything about used cars. And he says, "Don't ever buy a new car ever again." So, I I believe him. So anyway, I'm in the market for just like a a a, a truck to get the kids ripping around. Yep, like a a navigator or something. Something big and safe. Yeah, here's because yeah, we have a, the the Prius V, which is like an a, it's kind of like the bigger Prius, which is perfect for ripping around and it's yep. great on gas mileage of being a hybrid and all that but so you need a people like mover a, yeah a safe kind of a safer option and for longer trips and stuff yeah especially when you get into like oh actually a friend wants to come so suddenly there's four kids sure. and two of you and yeah. maybe rebs comes and someone has a suitcase totally yeah there's yeah. a reason they're space. they're popular minivans and yeah. um those trucks it's because they're spacious and all that stuff and I, yeah. I found at, after I was in a car accident on the highway, I couldn't find a vehicle big enough to be yeah, safe in. I so you're, yeah, um, for sure. I think about that with Carol and the girls bombing around, and I, I know there are probably reasons why environmentally they're not the best. Um, but in our case, we need something, uh, you know, that could <gasps> potentially joy pull trailers and stuff. She's finding her voice. Yeah, joy. Well, that's big, it. Deep it's, bark. It's, it's, it's instead of having to go and rent a big truck to move things. Like that's the other thing as well. Like I rent vans all the time to pick stuff up or move things around. So right. That's another option to to ease that. But I don't know. Yeah. So we're looking into it. So and, this is uh, this is what I learned talking to a couple of people at dealerships. Um, Generally well, speaking, hold on before be, be, before you do that, I want to ask you because you just got a navigator, right? So, yes. Like you obviously thought out like the different. Then I guess when we're talking about that, it's the Escalade, the Suburban, the Yukon. The, these are the trucks we're talking about, right? Yes, pretty much. So what what uh, what led you to that? Out of all those other ones, I know that you had that crazy, awesome dealership guy that probably helped, right? Yeah, that was good. 
we had yeah. um we had an uh infinity full-sized suv and we really liked mm. it it was um both elegant and tough um uh we leased it because if you lease a vehicle the payment is a write-off if you buy a vehicle it is an asset for your company mm -hmm. um so based on the research that i've done and in speaking with people at car places if it's a new vehicle you might as well lease um, so the yeah. leases are actually on the uh, uptick with younger people because they want to have yeah. a new ride. They don't expect to ever own anything anyway. And so leasing seems to be the move. You always have a kind of newish car. The downside of that, of course, is that you're basically just throwing money into the ether and have yeah. nothing to show for unless it. Unless you buy, unless you like, uh, unless you buy it out and it's a good car that yep. will last, right? That's a, that happens. Yep. The thing that um, that I, I find it hard to wrap my head around is these places that have like 0% financing, I still feel like, wait a sec, what's the rub? No, I would rather pay more now and not take advantage yeah. of the 0% because I feel like you're going <clears> to <throat> find a way to get me. I'm a little paranoid I mean, that people more are trying to get like, me. Did, did you try other trucks in terms of, or look at in terms of like what's inside? Well, because when I we used to travel places... The navigator and the escalator are more kind of luxury, whereas the Yukon and, and the Suburban are more kind of just utility and large, right? Yeah. Or is the Yukon fancy? Or do they, I think you have the Denali. That's pretty fancy. That's it? really fancy. Um, <laughs> Yukon Suburban uh, are the same truck, basically. Suburbans are longer. Um We've uh, rented them a lot when we travel, and they're yeah. great. Um, the thing that uh, uh, drew us to the Navigator is that it's a new one this year. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we liked the lines. Uh, Does it feel like you're getting into like the Starship Enterprise when you get in that thing? Yeah, it's pretty. Like, but but the funny thing is, despite all the. Um, uh, technological like, does advances it go, does, it, does it do the wow hello jonathan big no huge none lights. of that there's no dolby <laughs> experience when you get in wow imagine your seats your seats all buzzing and everything welcome aboard like there's none of that um but the funny thing is despite all the technological advancements and things it can do and like look you can see yourself from outer space Mostly what I care about is where are the cup holders? And there's lots of them. Well, there's, yeah, there's two. They're in a, they're in real good placement. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing. <laughs> good spots. The thing that is. Is there a left and a right banger? Oh yeah. And well, no, they're, and they're front and backer. But it, you don't have to reach. It's not like you have to back yourself up to kind of reach down by your side or anything like that. It's a little thing, but it's an everyday thing. The thing yeah. that is maybe. Uh, obnoxious about it is the front seats have massagers. Also, it's like the big just getting going in the car just for that for fifteen. Yeah, minutes. like you need a drool bucket. Like you're driving and you hit the <laughs> massager, and it's like, oh my gosh, it, <laughs> it's driving around. It's something that a that a vehicle probably doesn't need or never should have. But um, yeah, so while you're driving too, yeah, if you're tired. 
Do you know what happened? So I, I was driving to Halifax on Sunday morning and oh, there was a God. notification oh, that was like, basically, you okay, bud? Um, oh, there's no heartbeat? Well, well no, <laughs> it, was, it was a picture of a coffee and it said something like, need to pull over for a while or... Oh my God. So I don't know if I was like, I was doing a buck 18 and then I was doing 98 and then I was doing 137, like sort of inconsistent. So it thought I was like having a moment. I don't asleep or something. Yeah. So do the heavy lane beeps. It must. It'd be like, Hey, it it has like a, it has a, in your back, like your seat vibrates (laughs) video games. Like LeVar, this big LeVar Burton comes up, wake up all huge in front of your face. A lane departure notification system or whatever it's called. <laughs> like a huge snake jumps at you. <laughs> like just to catch you all. Yeah, to try to scare you. <laughs> There's Spiders a mouse all in your over. shoe. There's a mouse <laughs> in your shoe. The hologram spiders coming down the dash. But it was a thing I'd never seen before. It was like a picture, a cup of coffee with three like scent lines above it. Like, do you need to wake up and smell the coffee was, was the sentiment. Which I appreciated, but was also kind of insulted by. <laughs> anyway, it's it's really it's big. Um, it's uh, it feels safe and sturdy. It has lots of room for Joy, who's eighty pounds now. Yeah. Um, it has a third row, which was something that we wanted to have because you know kids have friends or whatever. Yeah, there you go. All right. There you go. I'm so a tiny bit yeah, uncomfortable I'm talking le- about it. I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards the Navi. Yeah, you also d- so don't we'll see, see as many of them around, which I c- kind of like about it. Um, but yeah, sales? it's a nice oh, no, driving for... experience. You're not re- you're releases. Yeah, leases. Release banging. Yes, but mm. you have to have obviously for. Um, CRA and 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 for um, personal use, you can't just use your leased vehicle for your business. Like you 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 have to buy some oh, gas personally and stuff like no, that. No, like, I see see what I was told, and it could be because Ontario is different, and maybe because you have like a you obviously have a transport business where there's trucks and everything on it. Yes, for me, I the only thing I could do is pay off the gas and upkeep i couldn't pay any of the lease to my uh write-off right so yeah well that's why if you were to for example buy a rental property or a, a like cottagey rental property e thing um yeah. then suddenly it would be like well i kind of need a truck because i have to take lumber back and forth and we need to take go. materials yeah, that- um, that opens that loophole real nice. Well, I, I didn't call it a loophole. I feel like you called it that. I did. I I said that, not you. But I'm saying I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some normalists. Yeah. But like you said, it's like, uh, and you're doing that anyway, probably way more than you would use for gas in terms of business. So if you're... Uh, if you're trying to find a way to do it just for the the write-off, you'll probably get nabbed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. We had um, a healthy dialogue with CRA this year. Um, yeah, right. And uh, their question was, 
do you have a personal vehicle? And we're like, yeah, we do. We have a, a vehicle that we use personally for running around and groceries and stuff like that. And that was um, a satisfying answer. They wanted to hear that. Yeah. Which we do. It. Exactly. So there you go. You got When you have cars and trucks all over the place, it's easy. Yes. All I got is a Prius sitting in the front. There you go. That's all you need. I'll get you in May to be. Um, so, bud, um, Suge had her first day on Rock Band this week. I saw the picture. That's yeah. a nice guitar. Sent it to you and Toolsy. She, um, yeah, is that hers? That guitar hers? A fresh one? It is. Like, I, our children are not spoiled. They're spoiled in time and attention and affection. They're not spoiled in stuff. They don't have the latest anything or all the everything. But yeah. I have to confess, when it comes to music, when either of them have expressed an interest in it, I've been like, let's get it going. So mm-hmm. um, Suge really wanted to be in rock band and she really kind of uh, went after it. She wrote an email to the teacher and was like, uh, thanks for the invitation to concert band. To be honest, I'm actually more interested in rock band. And the woman wrote back and was like, you know what? I could use a guitar player. Why don't you come to rock band? So uh, I was like, get in the car. And um, we, we bought her a new axe because she's been playing her acoustic pretty hard for three years now great um that's wicked man and as nice. it turns out electric guitars are much easier to play so now that she learned on acoustic mm-hmm. the electric's like what this is easy it doesn't hurt my fingers um you know she'll be able to bend the notes and all that stuff so she had the first day that's yesterday great. they're working on i'm yours by jason mraz all right i don't know if i know that song but, um uh, sort of a reggae okay. tinged jason oh mraz yeah song but she has. I know he uh, wears that hat, right? He's the guy with the hat on. Yeah, I think he has a hat on. Like that a lot. Jason Mraz, is he the guy with the hat on? Yeah, I think he has a hat yeah. on. He's got the little hat, the little uh, f- fedora. Yeah, and he walks around with a hat on. <laughs> fedora, trying to hide the future. Of Sounds the like baldness. a Boston accent. He's got a hat on. <laughs> Can you play drums I knew that, at your house? I knew when that kid when he. <laughs> I knew when that kid was twenty, he was going bald. Yeah, probably. He's hiding a skirted egg under there. Can you play drums when the kids are home? Uh, yeah, sure. Of course. You know what? I just got uh, a fresh practice pad from Evans uh, yesterday. What does that so mean? I'm banging that. You know, those nice little practice pads you can play on? Oh, yeah, because your drums are probably away. Well, yeah, th- but uh, I'm going to probably set them up because we're not... Uh, we're gonna rent here till spring, so yeah, I'm gonna set them back up in the basement. Great. But yeah, the kids, the kids, uh, don't, they play piano all the time, so yeah, it's good. Um, I heard everybody but Jack. <clears throat> Jack's not playing busy. anything. Not yet. We got him a guitar, and he promised to start, but he's really into, you know, uh, activities and sports. Like he loves. Uh, for like games and scooters and he just got a skateboard he also loves this thing we always kind of have a game that we play remember before we was it was like the basketball around the back but now it's this catching game where he has to dive for a for a football and i'm standing on like a stump and throwing the football over the 
the mesh of the trampoline and I have to get it in the basketball hoop. <laughs> so I have to throw like a perfect throw and he has to get a perfect like wide receiver dive. What does he land on? The trampoline. He's jumping oh, in the trampoline. Oh, okay. So it's just like crazy jumps to catch the ball. So it's like he feels like uh, he's in the NFL, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's fun. But like, we, yeah, he loves that. Like every day as soon as he gets home, let's play catching game. <laughs> Aw. So there's uh he's more into like that stuff. But he, he did play piano for a bit. He just, uh, um, and he was doing it fine. But he's just kind of got that thing where he wants to do what he wants to do. And uh, I, I, I don't... Uh, it, it, you know, he he kind of replaces what they're doing with other things. So it's not like he's not doing anything. But I do want him to get on an instrument soon so he can at least facilitate that a little more. Yeah. And you know how it is when you play something long enough, even if you're not into it, it will, it'll help you later in life. <clears throat> you could have a little You'll, Hanson on your hands. Yeah, a, a little, little Hanson. Trio? <laughs> Annalise loves music. Uh, to, uh, like uh, she's, Annalise is is happy to perform. She loves performing. John hates it. Like if we cl- say good job after he p- plays a, a song on piano, he gets mad. <laughs> right. Leave me alone. So he, yeah, he's like, I just I'm working on this. But Annalise is like, Cla- why didn't you clap? <laughs> right. Oh, she likes the spotlight a little bit. Oh yeah, she loves to perform. Yeah. So and John will if you push him. But, you know, and he's because he's, he's gotten better at it. But, I mean, uh, they're, uh, like I said, John is, is kind of doing it. He realizes it's good for him, where Anna does it and she likes the performance side of it. But um, both of them are going to get so much out of playing piano and having that under their belt. Once it's the they, best. Yeah, and they're starting to get pretty good, man. He can rock the entertainer now, that... that, that uh, you know that jam? Like he can rock that now. Can he? Yeah, man, that's hard. That song. Hey, can I put a request in? What? Like a song? Yeah. Music what, box like dancer to... by Frank Mills. Remember? Oh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's the, the that was always on. Like if Mister Dress Up went off. And ding, ding, and ding, 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 ding. That's a classic. <laughs> it is, it for sure. That's his like. But, yeah. The, if you go see Frank Mills, everyone's like, "When's he gonna play Music Box Dancer?" Do you think? I think he'll play first oh, yeah. after intermission. Well, that's like Chuck Mangione. Feels so good. Like, you're gonna. You're just like, you're going to play Feel So Good. He played it like, twice. I saw him at the Rebecca Cohen in Halifax. Oh, he did? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah did. Like the fifth song of the night, maybe? Like, all right, I'll give you what you and want. And then 10th? And then like encore. And, then... <laughs> and that's, that song's, that song's long. It's a like the, the, bop, though. <laughs> the, the, no, but the, the non, uh, there's a, the edit version, but the, yeah, it's jamming. Yeah. <laughs> we should, let me get, do we not have that? Did we not play that before? Oh, yeah, I think so. On the sh- I'm sure we've crushed it many times. It goes a lot of places. <coughs> I was trying to explain to Indy on the drive to school this morning, because I feel like the window is closing a little bit for um, swaying their taste. 
So I'm trying to cram in like, all right, there's this guy named Stevie Wonder. He's vision impaired, excellent piano player. And the thing that I think about Stevie Wonder is that his chord changes are unexpected. Let's listen to Overjoyed. And she's kind of looking out the window and, uh, you know, being really polite and sort of into it. And sometimes you don't know if that stuff lands. Oh, I know what that is based on the first note. Yeah, I know. Um, sometimes you don't know if that stuff lands. And then several months later, I'll hear her say to Suge, like, do you know the Stevie Wonder song, Overjoyed? Like, you listen. You do listen. They do take everything in. Yeah, they're list- They're always listening. Yeah. All right, hit it. I'm trying to get the uh, the single version. It always starts with the <laughs> that wicked the guitar part. Starts with some meandering. Boom! Here it is. This used to be like I think when CFTO Channel Nine would go down, they would play like a little montage of Toronto with this. So, it's instrumental, but is this yacht rock? Oh yeah, huge yacht rock. Oh yeah, definitely. We like, almost this is didn't what plays... talk about yacht rock. Oh, we didn't talk about yacht rock last week. All right. There's, I'd say this. And there's another, there's another, uh, here's the other song that's like classic Yacht Rock for, but no vocal. Oh, I know it. Is this, um, doom, padoodly doom? Yeah, yeah, yes. Breezin'. George Benson? Yeah. Here it comes. good jam, though. Yeah. It's <laughs> just crushing it. I feel like Will Smith sampled this song. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's great, though. But the cool thing about George Benson, he's heavy yacht rock, but he would, like, he doesn't have to play or, or he could sing. And he crushes it when he's singing. This is you know, like the like perfect the- bed for a Mark Daly voiceover on City. Coming oh, up. Oh, for sure, do it. Tonight, after the 10 o'clock news, Naked Gun 3, some of Leslie Nielsen's finer work. Yeah, do another Mark Daly one where he's like, does a bad movie? He really judged it. the content. Yeah, he's like, if you want, yes, it was He great. was the first guy to break the fourth Dude. wall. Do him, do him doing like, uh... Howard the Duck? Like, no, Meatballs. I don't know enough about the plot of Meatballs. <laughs> well, it's like, here's some stupid sex romp that you might enjoy one of those. Uh, what is, um, what do you get when you take a duck that works at Rolling Stone magazine? An hour and a half, hour and a half of your life you won't get back. Like, something like that, he... For sure. He'd go all or in. Do, <laughs> do uh, like, uh, like, a, uh, Against All Odds. What movie's that? <laughs> Against All Odds with the, 
Is it Chris Christopherson? Oh my gosh. That was Barbara Streisand. Wait a sec. <laughs> Is this song was from a movie of the same name? Yeah, that's what the song was. Yeah. What? And uh, Phil Collins came in and crushing it. <laughs> Terry Brogan is cut from the football team because of a shoulder injury. He gets a lucrative short-term job with Jake Wise, a nightclub owner who holds dirt on him. What? Uh, who's is it? Chris Christopherson and someone else? Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff Bridges and in James that? Woods. What? Who's the guy in the on the a tired cover and tiresome remake that would rather convolute <laughs> itself than reinvent itself? This is the problem with the internet. I can put a review of this movie right now, having never seen it. That's it. Well, where on Rotten Tomatoes? No, I, I, I just Googled it, and on Google it's saying how many stars you want to give it. <laughs> Taylor Hackford is yeah, one of the most underrated a... directors of all time. He balances <clears throat> character development and story superbly, and against all odds is another masterpiece. Woods and Bridges have amazing chemistry, and their rivalry is very realistic. How have I not seen <laughs> this the, movie? What movie are you talking about? Against that's all not odds. The, I know, but that's not the same one I'm talking about. How do you know? <laughs> what the hell is going it on? It is. <laughs> The poster wouldn't I suggest... I see a guy, a, a guy and a woman in a, on a beach. Yeah, necking on That's a beach. That's what I got. Well, what the hell happens in the movie? There's no woman talking to freaking James Woods. No, there is. There's a, a Rachel Ward. Oh, okay. But I don't understand. Uh, we need to watch this <laughs> I, movie. Alex... Alex Karras from Webster is in it. He is? Yeah, it's a football <laughs> movie, of course. All right, I'm now care. Box office, 21 milli. We need to watch this movie. No, I don't. Why does it look like I'm looking at pictures of it? In every picture, it's him and the girl staring in their staring. I know, and he's going tarps off, and she's wearing a tank top like it was a different time. <laughs> no, but there's another one. He's like, she's against a tree, and he's like telling her something else. And then... <laughs> Jeremy, if you wanted to... I don't to, see anyone with him and James Woods. It, By the way, <laughs> a lot of people after the last episode sent me messages saying, here's what you do, bud. Get a Chromecast. Get a thing. Oh, you don't yeah. need to buy a smart TV. People were all in on the tech support, which I really appreciate. <laughs> yeah. My question this week is, if you wanted to watch Against All Odds, since Blockbuster and Jumbo Video have shut down, where do you do that? Oh, it's it's got to be on either Netflix or Prime you or think? one of those. Probably, yeah. Sometimes they fall through the cracks, though. Well, yeah. Like, who's really is that? Someone's gonna pay money to like yeah, buy that, acquire look, the rights to that, buy, to put it on Netflix. Buy buy a DVD. Oh my gosh, it's yeah, on you Netflix. Have to wait, you have to you have to wait for a deal to be done. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, there's my night planned. That, there you go. You're all set. That's it. What are you guys watching right now? Hey, did you watch the Polar Express yet? Well, Suge had seen it. Oh, so we were trying already? to find something we hadn't seen. Suge had seen it and liked it. Oh, it's great. What yeah. are you watching on the internet? 
Um, <clears throat> watching. What are we? Are what? Uh, the hell are we watching? Like uh, I just watched. I want to watch that Queen's Gambit. That's next in line. I heard that's great. Is that's the chess uh, one, right? That's the chess one. But uh, what the hell am I watching? I was just watching it with Lisa. Oh, that uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm not crazy about it, but it's not bad if there's nothing else going on. Was that like a show that talks about the Walking Dead? No, although there's that the Walking Dead has turned into like three different shows. Because I guess it worked once, so they figured out a way to make it into their little own little Marvel universe of different shows that are successful. So, yeah. Did you watch the original Walking Dead? yeah, I would equate that to like kind of like Dexter or the. It's kind of like uh, schlock a little bit. It's just kind of you know it's you know it's going to be something. Just you know, next week will be just a little different, and then it'll turn over, and there'll be a new boss. And every, but the bottom line is, there's going to be more zombies coming at you. You know what I mean? It's just it's kind of a premise that goes on. The acting's not bad, but it's just whatever salad that just uh, kills an hour. I like the whatever salad. Yeah, I don't mind a little whatever salad once in a while for we're, TV. It's we're shopping now. We watched um, season two of Dead to Me. Christina Applegate is so good, as is Linda Cardellini. Uh, have you guys seen that? No, I haven't. It, it's That's a great a show. show? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or, or Amazon. One of those. Um, uh, Christina a- Applegate's uh, husband dies and her life intersects with this character named judy played by linda cardellini and uh just as layers of the onion kind of unravel you realize how intertwined they are and then they make bad decisions and keep doubling down on them and it's just supremely well written supremely well acted um it's so fun to have a show oh i know what i i saw that that i saw that movie unhinged with russell crowe have you ever seen that movie no what what the fuck is that, man? It's most ridiculous. Like I guess he just kind of took took it as a crazy movie to do, but he just like plays this character that's just got you know like it's like that movie falling down on acid, where it's like something has a bad day, but he like takes it to a whole new level of like killing people and going on a rampage. Falling down with Michael Keaton is that the one years ago? <laughs> no, where- like no. With Michael Douglas. <clears throat> oh, which is the one with Michael Keaton where he's in traffic and he gets out and he goes off? That's it. That's oh. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. With the short hair and the glasses. <laughs> and he's losing it in the traffic. Yeah. I can't That's stay out awake long enough that to watch better a movie. Than this. But it's unhinged. It's out of control. I didn't really like it that much. I've been finding up watching a lot of movies where I'm like, what the fuck was that afterwards? Like, come on. So... I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know when I see a good one, but I, I got to start writing down the good ones. That's why you have to go back to the classics. And far between. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'll let you know next and week hard. how uh, against all odds was, bud. Have you put your tree up yet? No. Because I think the tree is going up on the, just the next weekend coming up here. Maybe the December 1st banger. A month from today That's is Christmas. This is November 25th. Hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to um, get it up. The artificial banger. Carol has spearheaded our outdoor lights endeavor. 
Um, yeah. Because the peak of our house is a little inaccessible. I'm going to have to rent a Skyjack to get oh, lights man. up to the peak. Um, so I haven't done That's, that yet. Yeah, you say? Yeah. That's a thousand bucks right there. A little thousand. Um, I hope it won't <laughs> be that much, but. Uh, it's a thousand bucks because it'll be a three hour minimum call. That's how they work, right? Well, they go to the minimum and that's the mini. mini. Mostly what I remember it, about those things take, is like, yeah, Carl took take, it out last Thursday. We don't know when it's coming back. Yeah, it'll take 20 minutes, but you got to get the $1,000 three hour mini. So you come up with other things like, well, I'm going to wash the windows while I'm up there. <laughs> exactly. Can we just go up and down with the kids with this oh, for man. a bit? <laughs> you got me for three hours. Skyjack, man. <laughs> Good chat, bud. Skyjack. Good chat, bud. <laughs>